What's up, everyone, and welcome to another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Today, we're into week 11 versus Chargers off a of bye. And since there's no game tape, we'll just give you, give you the latest on the injury reports and really what to look for on the Jets side with their rookie guys and what to look for on the Chargers side. Alex, what's for etc.? What's going on, John? For etc. today, we're going to go through some money lines, talk about the week 11 slate, and get it going, all right? All right, man. Let's go, Ricey. What's up, everyone, and welcome to week 11 after the bye, the Jets versus Chargers. We still don't have a win, Alex. It's free agency. Tensions are high right now. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. You know, it's NBA season. It's upon us. We got a month out, so looking forward to that because this team has given us nothing to look forward to except the number one overall pick for this upcoming year's draft. So... You know, it is a bit of crazy week. I don't know, man. I uh, I am, after all the adrenaline from the Knicks draft, I am so excited to feel this way with, the, with another Jets draft coming up with all the assets we have, picks we're making, like a highway. Uh, like, I'm actually excited. Remember how hyped we were? Like, we were, we were, you know, on another level on uh, Wednesday. Oh, it was great. That level of excitement was, you know, it was really hype. And we experienced this with the Jets draft, too. We saw a competent front office being able to trade, move back, do all this wheeling and dealing. And we're seeing the Knicks being able to do that, too. And we, we see, like, prior to free agency, we we're able to do some trades. And there's a lot of similarities going along right now. Obviously, with football, it's a longer time period to get a team going because you need more people and to establish two sides of a, of a team. Basketball is a little bit quicker turnaround to a certain extent. But, look, this is why we're, we're getting – or I can see why you're hyped for uh, next draft for for the Jets, especially if Adam Gase is gone. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry, Gase will be gone. Gase will be gone. But uh, let's get into let's get into this game, man. We're we're still winless, and let me start let me start you off with this, Alex. Are you trying to get a win or no? I mean, does the 0 16 matter to you to to guarantee the number one spot because I would automatically guarantee it, or are you do you want the one win and now we're kind of hoping for a Jags win at some point? Or some crazy, you know, strength of schedule change for us to get the number one. You know what I mean? Where, where, where do you stand on that? Man, this is a tough, this is a tough, tough question to a certain extent because you know this team is not really going anywhere and you just want good draft capital. I'm not looking for outright tanking, but I'm looking for a competitive team day in and day out. I, I always root for my team to get the win. It's very hard to see them get the win, though, when they've been performing so poorly. Although I will say this, with Joe Flacco at the helm, they look pretty good against the Patriots. So maybe we can get something going from there. But for the most part, I always want my team to win. I'll, I'll take the one win um, if that's if that's all we get this season. I, I can't go 0-16. It's just, you know, I, I it's one thing to guarantee the top of the draft, but I really like to see my team win, too. I know, man. I, of course, I'm with you, but... Man, if the Jags just pulled that win off last week, this would have all been so easy. Get the one win, it's a guarantee. But honestly, if we get the one win and we are number two because of it, I I, I won't be able to sleep at night. So honestly, at this point, like as this season is dwindling down, dwindling down, um, 
I'm kind of, I'm getting more okay with the Owen 16 rather than like risking, you know, that my pride, like, I don't care. My pride, who cares? I'm a Jets fan. We're Jets fans, dude. Like what pride? We stink. We have no one that fills the stadium. And all we do is talk about the, the other team every single season halfway through. Just like we are today. Like, what are we talking about? That's like saying, oh, yeah, we should wait for the new, the new next free agent. Like, he's going to sign with the Knicks. He's going to sign with the Jets. Like, no, he's not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not. Let's just wake up. 100%. I agree with you. And, man, it's just tough, man. I think it's just tough being a Jets fan at this point because the biggest issue right now is that we haven't seen Sam Darnold play at all, really, this season. Like, we got a couple games out of him, and now we're going to get another Joe Flacco game. We still haven't made a decision if we want to keep Sam Darnold, right? Um, because if we do get that number one pick, we're most likely taking Trevor Lawrence because there's just not enough evidence that Sam could be that that guy. For I don't know. It's, it's so hard. It's just so hard. But all we have to keep, we have to work with him. What? What are you saying? I don't know, man. I don't know about all that. But we'll we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But I don't know. If we have the number one pick, I could just see us stealing from Jacksonville, man. I could just see us stealing the number two pick. And then if someone wants Justin Fields, who someone wants an Ohio State quarterback to join their team, uh, like Washington, they want to make that mistake again, like we'll steal from them too. So we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, but as for right now, as you talked about it, man, I, and I, I, let's, I want to hear what you have to say about it because Sam is out this week. Like, are you happy that Sam is out this week with the shoulder, you know, that we're resting it and we're being, you know, cautious? Or are you pissed off that now we have to watch Flacco and, you know, Gore? Because, like, we seem to always be like, oh, give P. Ryan the ball, give P. Ryan the ball. You know, don't give it to Gore. And now, like, are you happy about uh Flacco or uh starting? Or are you, like, pissed that Sam is uh not there? I think it's uh, uh, those are two totally different positions, right? When we're talking about running backs, running backs are so interchangeable at this point. We see that, you know, teams should even be paying running backs so much money. Look at what happened to Todd Gurley. I know he's, he's statistically who looks pretty good down in Atlanta with all the touchdowns he's been scoring, uh, especially in short yardage. But asking for P. Ryan to play over uh, Frank Gore is totally different than wanting to see Sam Darnold having Sam Darnold healthy. I'd rather have Sam Darnold healthy then potentially ruin him and then go into a draft, especially if we win a game, we're not in that top selection, to then not have a quarterback at all. So I'd rather Sam Donald rest. I don't think it's really, I don't think it's comparable at all, honestly, to ask if I want to see an unhealthy quarterback play versus uh, a younger running back play over a soon to be retiring running back whenever Frank Gore decides to retire. Two totally different, two totally different things. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So you're, so you're cool with uh, Darnold being out this week and like coming back next week, potentially not against a crazy uh, defensive line in the Chargers. Yes, absolutely. Please do not let Bosa come and kill Sam Darnold with an injured shoulder. I'll I'll take another week, wait for him to come back, be healthy. Let's have Joe Flacco out there. Fine, I'll, I'll deal with it. This is not a Frank Gore or Michael P. Ryan situation. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. How do you feel about it, though? Do you want to see Sam Darnold, or would you rather have him uh, rest? No, no, I agree, especially for now. Just, like, stay on the bench and see how we come out after the bye week. At this point, like, we're just not sure what this team is going to bring out game by game, half by half. You know what I mean? I don't think the coaching staff does either. Like, I honestly do think that Gase was baffled. Like, for the first half, like, for the first, like, couple games this year when he was like, dude, I have no idea. Like, I'm, we're calling the right plays. Everything's fine, but like, they just stay, like, they're just not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I do think that that was happening, you know? And I, 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 
I caution like any, I mean, I don't think anyone has any confidence in the Jets, but like I just caution any like, look, we need consistency, right? And there's been none of it. And so it's hard to predict what's going to happen. But, you know, we have our kicker coming back. We got Sam Ficken coming back. We got is questionable. We got Bless Austin who's questionable. We're not sure um, if he's going to play. But uh, Blake Cashman's doubtful. I mean, I know he's, I know he's, uh, like, we just drafted him. But, I mean, we're, we're, linebackers starting to get, uh, starting to get a little, uh, tight again. We got Peanut back off, uh, the, the, the injured list. So, um, I'm not sure if he's going to be getting some time, but he definitely had some practice time. So, you know, the, the linebackers are starting to come through, man. They're starting to, they're starting to make way onto the team. Um, it's interesting. On the other side of the ball, we got Herbert and his haircut, right? And we got, uh, like, I, I don't know. Like, so we have Bryce Hall now. He's going to start, dude. Bryce Hall, like, we cut Pierre this year, right? And, uh, over the, over the bye week, <laughs> we're all <laughs> super excited. Adam has his arms up like he's on a roller coaster. And, like, now Bryce Hall, like, the, the consequence of that, especially Bless Austin doesn't play, is now, like, we have, like, Lamar Jackson and Bryce Hall on, Williams and Allen, dude, like, we're going to get smoked. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're going to get smoked. It's going to be, ugh. it's going to be tough, but you know, it's not going to, it's not like it's going to be any different from what we were experiencing already. It's, look, honestly, losing Pierre Desir is not, is not that big. He was giving up. <laughs> There's so many completions going his way. Yeah, I was ready to do a tally for, this season, the way I kept going, he were all, he was allowing over seventy percent of passes to get completed whenever thrown his way. He was a solid tackler, fine, but as a corner, you know, tackling is important, but also pass deflecting and stopping your opponent from catching the ball is number one priority. And he couldn't do that. And in all honesty, like our secondary is just not that good to be covering a lot of people. So I'd rather see the young guys get fresh. Fresh starts rather than have Pierre Desir out there uh, running around trying to figure it out. But it's gonna be it's gonna be tough if we don't have uh, some guys to throw out there. But it's not like it was any better before. Yeah, I mean we have we have some good news uh, out of uh, reports. Mims had a great practice, making some crazy catches. Herndon's getting some uh, confidence from uh, from our offensive coordinators, which is cool. All right, like that, that stuff is nice, man. Like, we're, our, our Crowder's gonna be healthy. Like, he, he's gonna have a good game with Crowder. Like, uh, with, uh, Flacco, sorry. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, this is supposed to be a get right game for everyone. Um, I'm sure the Jets were embarrassed home, right? They have to talk about how we haven't won a game. They have to see all their friends and family for a week and a half or whatever it is. Like, they're embarrassed. They want to win a game. It's work, right? They're underachieving at work. They're looking for new contracts. Uh, the Chargers are reeling and they find a way to lose every game. Um, their, their running backs aren't all there. They're, they have, they have a ton of injuries that they got like Josh Kelly and Pope playing right now. Like, and, and Caleb Balaj, who Adam Gase thinks is like, like, better than Le'Veon Bell. Um, cause he's on our team too. Like, we got like a little Balaj revenge game. So, I don't know. Uh, for me, for me, uh, I, I, to be honest with you, this is one of the games that I had pinned. Um, it's plus nine and a half, which is insane. Give me the plus nine and a half. I'll take that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you to take the plus 352 money line, but I'm not gonna tell you not to take the plus 352 money line. <laughs> I would go like one unit on the spread and half a unit on the money line. 
And like, if anything, charges went by seven or something, and you'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, I guess for this game, I'll tell you this. You know, I'm expecting. I'm, I'm not expecting the the Jets to come out with a win. Although I wouldn't be surprised because the Chargers are also capable of just losing in spectacular fashion, last minute uh, flair. But you know, for this game, I'm looking. I'm looking out for Mims. Looking out to see if. Uh, Herndon can get back on track. I want to see what Flacco can do with Crowder because we saw what he can do with um, we saw what he can do with Mims. We saw what he can do with uh, uh, Perriman, and it's we know it's there now to get Crowder with all three receivers back. It'd be nice to see what he can do, and then defensively, you know, it's just watching all the young guys play. You know, like especially May, uh, Q, Will. Um. So good point. Good point. Will Q Will gonna come back right? Because he he wasn't there. That's a good point. Um. But speaking of the young guys, something really interesting I was reading because of the lack of cornerback depth was uh, a little uh, Ashton Davis action at cornerback. Right. That that's what we were promised uh, before the drive too. I'm excited to see that. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he had a good. <laughs> he had that good tackle on Cam Newton, like uh, we told we spoke about last week, where. That was not, man. I I hate when they threw the flag for uh, roughing the passer on that one, because that was a solid hit by Ashton Davis. But he's another one that you got to look out for as well. So it's mostly looking out for the young guys. That's what we're looking out for this game. Uh, there's not really much to report about because, like like we all know, we're an zero and nine team. There's not really much to to expect. We're not pushing for playoffs. We're pushing more for a first overall pick. But yeah, yeah, man. It, it's just. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's just funny you say that. It's just like, uh, out of, out of, out of our rookies, like, we're actually a good team. Like, we actually drafted well, and we actually have something to look forward to, especially the guys coming back. Like, I hope Cam Clark, um, is able to get back on the line, but we, we already signed McDermott, uh, backup O-lineman extension for a year. So, like, the, they're, they're making moves. So, it's, 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 it's time now. The bye week's over. It's the end of the season, right? We got, it's week 11. Um, we just gotta get one win and get the hell out of here, right? Get one win, get one win, get the hell out of here. But, like, the rookies are, the rookies have a, have a chance to shine. For so. Sure. Like there's some, there is something to watch there. It's not just oh, who cares? Uh, the Jets are on. Like our rookies are playing well, dude. Are like uh, they're not busts at all. Almost all of them are hitting, which is like crazy. No, they are all hitting, which is that's the thing. If you're gonna tune in for Jets games, that's the one thing you're looking for to see how these guys play, and that's it. And to to be honest, I know Douglas came out and admit that he didn't do well in free agency, but. His draft picks so far have really been turning out really well. So I'm looking forward to see how he tackles, uh, this upcoming draft, you know, cause he's, he's right now, most of these guys are a hit, you know, I think Ashton Davis still has to develop, but so far he's shown a little bit of promise. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a little reincarnation of a, uh, Eric Smith slash, slash, uh, Jim Leonard in the future. Who knows? But that's, I, that, that, I mean, like, not to be racist or anything, but like that—that's just what he's been like from day one, and you know, like the white boy safety, and like that's just that he's—he's been playing up to it. Like we need that guy, for sure. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say about this game, man. So, is it all right? Do you do? I mean, no, that's it. Uh, that wraps it up, and uh, stay for uh, the etc. section where uh, 
we'll uh, try to help you win some money. All right. After this short commercial break. All right, everyone. And we're back from the break. And we're going to talk about the lines as usual for a week. So, John, let's get down some. Uh, let's get down to some games that we got going on this week. Anything that's really intriguing you at this point? Yeah. So, uh, interesting. Interestingly enough, uh, because of the NBA draft this week, uh, we're recording on a Friday, so the injury reports are a little um, are a little clearer, and the lines are a bit um, more set. So, hopefully, we're uh, we're a little better this week. So I think for the for the one o'clock, the first interesting game in my mind is the three and five and one Eagles at the Browns, right? We got some uh, we got some injuries we mounting up. We got uh, Miles Garrett out for the Browns um, as the Eagles are getting a little bit healthy. Uh, Browns are minus three at home. Uh, Eagles coming over a lot. It's a must win for the Eagles. The Browns are sitting at six and three. Um, the division's not there for them, but they're 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 looking at one of those wild card spots. What do you think about that game? I think that game's going to be sloppy as all hell. And I think <laughs> the Browns are going to come out with this victory just because the Eagles have been so up and down this season. I can see them squeezing it out. Um, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be ugly. I got the Browns winning by three. So, John, I got one for you, though. Uh, interesting game. Unless you got something, anything else you want to add to that one. No, you you're you're taking the push. You're taking Cleveland on the push there. I I'm I'll go Eagles and money line. Um, I'll probably take Eagles and money line there. Plus one twenty six. That's where I'm going. I think that's a nice right. bet. Desperate team. Cleveland is not a six and three team. <laughs> like they're not going to be seven and three. Get out of here. They're going to be six and four. That's <laughs> that's how I look at it. This this team is falling its way up, and I don't know how, but it's happening. So that's I'm just buying it. All right, so now we got uh interesting game. You know, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers, who you thought were not going to be undefeated this long. They're still undefeated. They're going against our uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> our Jacksonville Jaguars. Duval, baby. <laughs> Vol City. All right, so who do you got winning this game? I think Pittsburgh is going to come out with the victory. I don't – it's just hard for Jacksonville to they, – they keep, they'll keep it interesting, but Pittsburgh is going to come out getting this victory. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, of course I'm not going to say Jaguars are going to win this game. Just like there was no chance I was going to say Jaguars is going to beat the Green Bay Packers. Um, but the, I, I do like the 10.5 cover. Uh, but shout out to Mike Tomlin this week for just like shutting down Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben was like, made comments about how he thought he played better last week because he had off of practice with his throwing and he got his knees ready and all the made up injuries. That Big Ben likes to do. Um, he's like, oh, you know, it was pretty. I felt pretty good on Sunday not having to throw all week. So they asked Tomlin about it, and Tomlin was like, uh, I'm gonna make this clear. I'll see Big Ben on Thursday. And guess what? Big Ben was there on Thursday. So like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just love that team. I love Mike Tomlin, but give me the ten and a half for the Jaguars. I'm, I'm not gonna say money line, but I'll take the ten and a half, especially with that hook. All right, all right. I, yeah. I could see the Steelers going over that, but I could, actually no. I could see the I could see that. I, I I agree with you. I could see the Jaguars being in there. Another game that I find interesting this week, um, unless you want to jump in and say what you another game you like, but one that I actually really like is the Vegas Raiders against the Kansas City Chiefs. Raiders. This one's going to be dirty. This one's going to be good. This was going to be a lot of fun. I feel like there's going to be a lot of offense on this one. The, the Raiders are actually looking pretty solid as a team. They're not. 
they're going to be making a, a solid playoff push. I don't know if they'll make it, but they're making that push. They're making games interesting. They they beat the Chiefs this year before, if, I'm, if I remember. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did, right? And Busgate. So this is all about uh, Busgate, where uh, the Vegas Raiders beat the Chiefs, were honestly, historically, two uh, AFC foes, right? They always go up against each other, especially when the Jets were relevant back in the day. Uh, like in the 60s and 70s, like we would have to go through, you know, Oakland Raiders and uh, the Chiefs. So, um, there's always been that rivalry there. So when they won Busgate, they, uh, apparently they took a tour around the state, around the KC stadium when they won the game. Um, and they made it like, you know, they like were talking smack about it back in the day, but now, you know, it comes back to haunt you. Interestingly enough, uh, there's been some COVID rumors. This is why it's so cool that we're uh, recording on Friday. So there's been some COVID rumors uh, in Kansas City. The two running backs, Darrell Williams and uh, Edwards Hilaire, it might be out. So that would, you know, give Le'Veon Bell the finally the chance to. He got two weeks in. He didn't really do much, but now he got the extra week. Played with the playbook. If both RBs are out. I mean. You know, it's going to be his time to shine. I'm really, I'm really excited. The, the, the Chiefs O line's coming back. The, the Vegas uh, D line is their uh, strong point. Um, but Casey off a of bye, man. Uh, Andy Reid off a of bye. I don't know. Minus eight seems like a lot, but I'm not, I'm not, personally, I'm not touching his game. But if I would touch his game, I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, 100%. I, I wouldn't touch his game either if I was a betting man, but Chiefs are coming back with the, <laughs> the revenge game. Oh, I- wait. Time out, time out. Uh, the public is all over KC. I thought like they'd be all, they'd be on the Raiders because it was close. Never mind. If I'm on this game, it's gonna be Raiders plus eight. Okay. Yeah. I, I still got Kansas City as a revenge game for losing this year. That's that's just me. They're not gonna lose twice to this team. But yeah, those are the top three games I find interesting. So, you know what? what about the, oh man, you you you're not throwing the the Rams uh Tampa in there? No interest to you? Uh, not really. I don't think, nah, honestly, the Rams are just kind of meh to me. So what do you got? You got, you got Tampa covering minus four? Yeah, I got Tampa covering. Oh man. Listen, I mean, uh, are you saying problem? Whitworth out for the Rams is a problem. However, McVay is the type of guy to like exploit that and be able to go around it. You know what I mean? Like, teach golf, like, get rid of the ball. Like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to run these gimmick plays. Like, you know what I'm saying? He just seems like the kind of guy that would be, even though the Tampa Bay, again, their D, their D line is their, uh, is their strength, but it, they're not, I mean, yes, they're pass rushers, but they're more run stuffers and the Rams running is not really their thing. So I don't know if it's like a total, you know, like strength versus weakness type of ball game now because of Whitworth. I kind of like the Rams here, man. I don't know. Tampa's been hot. Um, I am worried about the Antonio Brown game. How do you know Antonio Brown on prime time, man? Man, because it's because here's here's why the Rams have just kind of been just like middling. They're like the they're like the level a little level above the Browns, and like they're they're falling up. And I just don't know. Like they came out hot, and now they're just it's like it's struggling, man. They're str- Goff isn't looking that great. Like the the whole offense is just kind of like stagnant and I think it's because they don't have a solid running game because they were we know when they had like that whole prolific offense with Todd Gurley they don't have that type of running back right now and it's just not there they're trying to do a little too much 
I feel like, and, and they just need to tone it back and make it a little bit more simpler for uh, Jared Goff to really get into the rhythm. Who knows? Maybe this could be that type of game. We saw Tampa put up a goose egg against the Saints, but I think Tom Brady comes out here and says, look, I'm motherfucking Tom Brady, all right? Let's oh, man. All right, all right, all right. I mean, like we're Jets fans, so let's take it easy with a Tom Brady love. Um, it's not love. I'm just saying that's what it is. I don't love, I don't love the man, but I'm happy he's out of the division. I can actually appreciate it now. <laughs> That's so true. I kind of, I, I find myself like, kind of like, okay, all right, I don't mind. It doesn't upset me like when he does well. But I was just trying to sell you on like the primetime guys because you said you weren't excited. But man, there's some good, there's some really exciting games. Like, for example, we got Tennessee at Baltimore, man. What do you got? What do you got going on there? We got a minus five and a half spread, Baltimore at home. Kind of a desperate Baltimore team, man. I know they're both six and three. Like, that's nice. Titans, the Titans and Ravens stock. On, in the red right now. They're both, they're both trending down. Uh, what do you think there? I, I mean, what really pushes me to heavily lean one way here, even though it kind of seems like they're pretty similar teams on paper is oh, number one. I just saw that the spread, uh, is heavily on Tennessee. So that first of all pushes me to Baltimore, but I was going to say, Hey, the special teams, man. Like, Baltimore's all about their special teams. Their special teams is always on point. <laughs> what do we know about the Tennessee Titans? Their special teams is absolute garbaggio. Okay? That, does, that is terrible. So, besides the reverse line movement of Ravens opening at 6.5, and, and now they're at 5.5, even though the... Oh, I mean, I guess it is trending the right way. But the public is on the Titans. Um, I mean, that, that's weird to me. Give me Baltimore at five and a half. I know they have some offensive line injuries and that's the whole thing. They're a running team and their offensive line is hurt. So that's where, that's where they're having issues. But if, if you're asking me, give me the Ravens minus five and a half all day long. Yeah. I mean, this is an interesting game because Baltimore's offense hasn't been looking good. As you said, Tennessee has been just spiral, spiraling down after coming out of the gates hot. I think Baltimore is going to win this one just because their defense is so stout. Um, it should be an interesting slug match. I don't see this to be a high-scoring game. I see this going to be in the teens, 13s or 17. I, I just I just feel it just because the defense on Baltimore is just so good and Tennessee's offense is good and they're just going to be struggling. And it's just going to be the complete opposite. It's going to look, it's going to look the complete opposite because <laughs> for this game. So that's why I think it's going to be in the teens. Um, but yeah, it should be an interesting slug match. Not a lot of scoring. What uh, I guess, you know, I mean, I, you, you really, we're really not going to be talking about Green Bay versus Indy. I mean, that game excites the hell out of me. Like, see, here's the thing. Here's what will excite me more. That's a loser. That's a that's a. We're gonna find out who's a fraud and who's not there. The Packers are seven two, and the Colts are six and three. I mean, see, this is the thing with uh with Green. This is all right now. If you swap Green Bay with L.A. playing the Bucks, yo, we're talking about a primetime matchup. I'm all in. Get out of here. Oh, we're talking about Packers Colts. A seven to two Packers against a six and three Colts. That doesn't excite you, Alex. What are you talking about? Here's the thing: the Colts offensively have been, eh. Philip Rivers has like T.Y. Hilton, non-existent at this point. The wide receivers, the they've been winning games. Cool. I mean, they've been doing well defensively. Philip Rivers is like showing that he's starting to tail off in his career. Green Bay is, Green Bay is just doing what Green Bay does. Letting Aaron Rodgers sling it and stay in there. Come on, Got fraud. Green Bay Packers. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know if it's fraud. It's just they rely heavily on Aaron Rodgers because that's what they do, and he just pulls out victories. And they're 
like we saw how close it was against Jacksonville, right? And it's nothing, there's nothing creative there. Um, but Aaron Rod, you, you just don't bet against Aaron Rodgers. And like the Colts, Philip Rivers isn't something that interests me, but I think the game itself should be, you know, I, I would say it's like a 24 21 type of game. I could see some big plays here and there that's going to open up. I don't see this going to be a tactician uh, style offense from Philip Rivers as would be uh, Aaron Rodgers, though. Alex, I have some news for you. Let's hear it. I am betting against Aaron Rodgers, and I am taking the Indianapolis Colts. Their defense excites the absolute hell out of me. I am so excited to see Aaron Rodgers versus Darius Leonard. He's never seen him before. I'm excited to see him versus that Colts secondary. Devontae Adams is banged up, but he's going to play anyway as like a type of decoy. Hopefully, the Colts are smart enough to realize that. I, I think the Colts are going to actually like run away with this game. Um, that's, I think it's going to be, I think it's gonna be a fun one. Um, I'm really excited. Yeah, I I get that. I mean, I can see why it will be exciting. It's going to be more so (laughs) Rogers going against a good defense. So absolutely. Um, all right. I guess here I'll give you, I'll give you an interesting, uh, interesting game to, to look at. What, what do you think about Carolina and Detroit? Two offenses. Okay, what's the line? What's the line there? Hmm. Is Stafford playing? Because he was he was questionable again this week. Stafford is playing, but you're burying the lead, man. Who who's the quarterback for the Panthers? Yeah. Teddy. I have no idea. Yeah, so Stafford's in. Uh, Hawkinson is in, but Galladay's out. Swift is out. Um, and Amendola's out for the Lions. Panthers have my my boy Pat Walker from the CFL. Coming in, um, Will Greer just not working out over there. Uh, kind of looking like Hackenberg, um, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I'll, if I'm, if I'm betting this game, I am taking the over. I know, like, too bad QB, you know, St- I mean, first of all, Stafford, not bad QB. Um, I just think, like, oh, we have Adrian Peterson. Oh, man. Yo. Detroit minus two looks absolutely really juicy. I don't know. Um, but I would take the over 46 and a half. Um, Detroit opened up plus two and a half. Now they're minus two because of the quarterback change for Carolina. That's four and a half points for Teddy Bridgewater. That's a lot, man. If you're betting the side, I would take Panthers plus two and hold your nose. But I, if you're betting anything, just take the over. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, so let's do some uh, – actually, I have another one for you because the news okay. came out. You know what I'm talking about. Atlanta at New Orleans. We got Taysom Hill <laughs> starting at quarterback. Um, You're mad about that. Huh? You're mad about that. I'm I'm mad about it just because I know it's not really him starting the game. It's just going to be him like opening drive trying to do a gimmick because just to start is just the first play of the game, right? And then we're going to see – Jameis Winston come in and this is really just a ploy by Sean Payton just to be like hey like set up for this guy don't don't we may or may not play Jameis who knows it's just <laughs> it's just really annoying <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I I mean I feel like it's a one o'clock game which is cool division um I I don't know Winston played pretty bad last game at the end I'm sure they saw some things on film like oh, I don't know Plus, they've been promising this guy, Taysom Hill, day after day, contract after contract, week after week, that you're our backup quarterback. All right? So at some point, like, they have to deliver. And what better time for them to de- have to deliver than, like, you know, a nice – they're 7-2. and two. They can honestly afford an L, as dumb as that sounds, right? 
throw in Taysom Hill, see what happens. If he's absolutely atrocious in the first half, like is literally not doing the reads, put Jameson, you know, for the second half and next game. If you just give him the opportunity of the whole entire game and he plays bad, then you can be like, all right, now next week we have Jameis. Jameis plays bad. Then you figure it out week three. And then bang, fourth week, Breeze is back. You know what I mean? So it's kind of the best, it's best case scenario for them to actually see what it is instead of Breeze retired and now it's week one and they have to try to figure out like who to do in training camp and what to do. You know what I'm saying? They kind of have like a little quick plug, like which one of you can figure it out? James Winston, we put you in the last game. You couldn't figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? So now they gave Taysom Hill the first round reps. Can you figure it out? You know, I, I, I think it's a pretty good position for them because Breeze is coming back. Okay. 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 But what do you got in this game? It's minus three and a half Saints. I got to go Atlanta this one. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. I, I, that, for sure, like Falcons plus three and a half and the money line. But the question is, are, are the Falcons going to be able to handle Taysom Hill offense? Like, are they, able to, are they honestly going to be able to defend it? Like, we know the Falcons defense is atrocious. And now they have like this great, like, think about it. Think about if it's the Jets defense and you had Taysom Hill coming in, man. Like, I don't know. Like we would get smoked because like we have no tape. We have no idea what's gonna happen. Like he's not. Maybe he's gonna. You know. Maybe he's gonna run the gimmicks with Winston and they kind of threw out that news that Winston has no uh, game plan. You know, they're like messing with the Falcons. You know, like maybe it's just, you know it's a division game. It's gonna be close. I don't know. I, I, I plus three and a half looks like they're begging you to take the Falcons. That's what that. That's what that screams to me. Like please God, take the Falcons. It's gonna be close. The Saints don't have a quarterback. Um. But I don't know. Like the, the, I, here's, here's the thing: if the if the Falcons lose this game, it is horrendous. I you it's it's been over over there. I, I will slander. I don't care that we were on the Atlanta podcast. I, I will slander them all day. It's been over for them. They're just del- too delusional to accept it. Oh man, they gotta get to the realism of uh, Jets fans, right? When we know we got a bad coach, <laughs> we know we got a bad coach. But all right. Let's do, let's do a quick rundown real quick of who you think is going to win each of these games. All right. So remaining games we got, we got Cincinnati at Washington. Who you got winning this one? Rapid fire. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I agree with you on that one. You think they cover? Yeah, it's plus one and a half. So it's basically a money line game. Give me Cincinnati. Okay. Next one. New England at Houston. Who you got? Oh, man. No. <laughs> Give me Cam Newton. I agree with you there. Do you think they cover that one? It's minus two. Uh, so yeah, I guess. All right, all right. We got Miami at Denver. How are you feeling about that one? Miami at Denver. What a poo-poo game. I know everyone absolutely loves the Dolphins. Give me Denver, even though I hate Drew Lock. I actually agree with you. I got Denver in this one because they're at mile high. I don't. Dude, dude, that's a plus three and a half the other way where it's like everyone's in love with the Dolphins. But that plus three and a half looks nice for the Broncos for me. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Then we got the we got the last one. Dallas at Minnesota. This is easy for me. <laughs> Dalton coming back. I know he's back. I know he's back. Bad they defense. Horrendous. They had a bye. I know. But that defense is horrendous. They could stop Dalvin Cook and if he could stay up. Yes. Stinks, but yeah, I know you got you got you got Minnesota minus seven. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. That's fine. All right. So that that about wraps it up. I think that my my favorite pick is going to be the Colts uh, minus two. Um, 
And if I had to choose in the Baltimore, I would take also take Baltimore and the Eagles. That would be like my my top three um, for the for the week. Solid. And I'll leave you with that because people do not trust me on betting because I do not know. <laughs> uh, done. Let's go Jets. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Follow us. We'll be back again next week with more Knicks news. It's been a crazy basketball week, but make sure to tune in and follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Everyone, have a good rest of your week or weekend, and we'll catch you later. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.